This is Feed the People. Episode one: Out of many, one claim. Okay. Obviously, I have to record this meeting. You know, given the circumstances. Do you feel like that's something you can make yourself comfortable with? Um. Well, given I don't know the nature of the reasoning as to why I've been brought here, it does make me a little nervous. Not sure it's something I can consent to. Oh, please, Stuart! Don't try and weaponize that word against us. Your actions have put this company's reputation and legitimacy on the line. Why would we care about your consent? You have absolutely fucked us. So now it's someone else's turn. I mean, metaphorically and rhetorically, of course. Hold on. Hello, Stuart. I hope you are doing well. I am going to be recording this meeting for the purpose of the company's internal future reference. It is also important in considering your future role with us, which we care about very, very deeply. Is that something you are comfortable with? I suppose yes. Perfect. Thank you. You'll notice how much I respect you. First off, why don't you tell us your name and what you do here, just for the record? Yes. Hello. My name is Stuart Daniels. Most call me Stu. I am a senior claims investigator here at Amity Nation Insurance, and I've been working here for the past sixteen years. I live by our motto: "When you fall down, your Amity buddy will carry you home." Right. Okay. And for the record, I am Shannon Cleary, Vice President of Claims Investigation at Amity Nation. So, would you tell me about the most recent case you investigated? The fence. Yes, that one. Well, it was a personal liability claim for some woman who lived out in Wenatchee, Wendy、uh, Wendy Lewis, I believe was her name. Some boy got severely injured on her property due to her electric fence, broken bones from convulsions, head injury, really quite extreme, and claiming some three hundred thousand dollars in damages. She has a pretty comprehensive policy with us, but obviously something like that has got to be looked at a little closer. Make sure the fence was up to regulations, you know. Or that she wasn't playing some shock the local weirdo game, right? Okay, and electric fence cases are always contentious. Yeah, exactly. Don't usually end up being covered. So I got the case and did what I do, which is drive on up there and check things out and look a little closer, see what we've got going on. And I mean, it was a pretty weird case, I'll admit, but it did add up in her favor. She was properly keeping the fence. The boy was a little challenged, a little perverted. You know how it goes. Unfortunate, the whole thing. We covered the claim. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. Sure. Right on. Mm hmm. I did it. It's what I do. Oh come on, Stuart! You can't actually be serious. Not only are your findings about the case absurd, but what about the tiny detail that you had your disturbed little daughter with you the whole time, snooping around and interfering with the investigation? <laughs> oh, Darby? No. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she asked if she could tag along with me this time, and yes, she's a bit of a maverick, but she didn't affect the investigation one bit. She was just doing some little report for her journalism class in college. You know how it goes. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like she wasn't even there. So you know nothing of the podcast she released yesterday called "How Insurance Companies Kill People." 
the description just reading, when you fall down, your Amity buddy will light you on fire and throw you in a ditch? What? No, that can't be right. She was just writing a short paper on the whole thing, showing how my side of the business works. Oh, sweet, simple steer. Do you really think her little snowflake-ass liberal arts institution would train her to support our type of work? Not only did she record hours of confidential information from the investigation, but she tied it all up together in a hit piece against Amity Nation. All under your watch. Hold on now, I'm sure it can't be that bad. Oh, it is. And if it weren't enough that you enabled this all, you'll be just tickled to know that her podcast also seriously brings into question your effectiveness as a claims investigator. What do you mean? You seem wildly inept from everything I heard there. No wonder you found her claim covered. It's ridiculous. Well, hey now, I don't think that's fair. 16 years I've been working here. Why don't we have a listen then? To the podcast? Yes, let's play it. Okay, I guess. Fabulous. Here we go. I'm Darby Daniels, and you're listening to How Insurance Companies Kill People. Whoa, punchy name, I know. Sounds a little dramatic. Just so we're clear, I don't hate insurance companies. My mom's life insurance paid for my college education, Karl Marx, rest her soul. It helped our family out in a time of need. But the business model? What more is there to say? Another industry set up to slap the little guy squarely on the back, forcibly nickel and dime you at every turn, only to leave you poor and dead. Well, luckily, I have the inside scoop. Join me as I follow a claims investigation with one of the nation's biggest insurers, Amity Nation, you know. When you fall down, your Amity buddy will carry you home. Yeah, sure, right? Over the course of two weeks this past month, I had the opportunity to accompany a senior claims investigator from Amity on a case, as he held in his hand the balance of the lives of people hoping not to collapse into complete poverty, based solely on his judgments. I don't really care about this case. Who really knows who could be at fault? That was Stuart Daniels, the aforementioned investigator who, as you could hear, is less than concerned with the implications of his job. Only stupid people find themselves in these circumstances, and it's not really my responsibility to help them. Yeah, yikes. Stu and I were in the car on the way to Wenatchee, the scene of the claim. Luckily for me, he wouldn't stop going on and on about his line of work and how he really feels about it. It's like he thought we were close friends or, or even family. And no, Stuart isn't some new hotshot on the job coming out way too strong. 16 years. Yep, 16 years I've been helping hurt and steal and make a pretty buck from people here at Amity Nation. Wait, stop. Shannon, this is ridiculous. You can hear how she's editing everything. I obviously did not say those things in those contexts. This is outrageous. I can't believe she would do this. Yeah, yeah. I know the beginning is amateur and tough. But it gets much worse for you, believe it or not. Putting aside the fact that the making of this was ordained by you, her own father. I can't believe she would try to make me look this bad. Yeah. Anything for fame, I guess. Kinda respect it. Let's just keep listening. So what poor soul's case was the upstanding and honest Stuart Daniels investigating? 
Yeah, the old shock box oopsie, as I like to call it. This one is pretty gnarly though. We ensure Ms. Notice his distracted driving. Ah, here it is. Ms. Wendy Lewis. Yes, and it looks like some young man, Michael Thursday, got severely injured from falling into her fence. Wants medical bills and lost income covered. But Stu seems abundantly confident that Miss Wendy's claim will hold no water before even talking to those involved and seeing the facts. When you fall down, your Amity buddy will be there to make money. So what exactly is at stake here? Well, even if Amity Nation doesn't find Wendy liable or that she wasn't properly keeping her fence, Michael Thursday is still severely injured with insane medical bills to foot. As a journalist with a lot of integrity, I knew it was extremely important to get all sides of this story. When we got to Wenatchee, I made sure to get some alone time to speak with Wendy Lewis to better understand the real human impact of this case. Wendy, thank you for talking to me. Do you know Michael well? Oh, yes. Poor sweet little Michael. He's an unusual child, but it truly is tragic what's happened to him. So you hope your Amity buddy Stu here will cover your claim, even though it would mean you were at fault and not Michael? I really, truly do. If Michael was found responsible, he would have to cover his own medical bills. He doesn't have insurance, you know, of course. He's only, what, maybe 18? A little vagabond without much to do. A little creepy, maybe, but still. So what exactly are the extent of his injuries? Well, he fell on the fence and was swinging around a little bit, grabbing it and throwing himself at it in an attempt to get free. These things happen, standard stuff, no one to blame but myself. And so, you know, the initial shock made him smack his head against the fence pole pretty strongly. He got a grade 3 concussion and passed out onto the fence. My fault. Really, truly, poor guy. But then, the extended contact with the fence sent him into convulsions, as can happen, which resulted in him snapping his clavicle, clear in half. And then, of course, with that destabilization and all that barbed wire on the fence, he ended up with about 17 or so lacerations that needed a deep, extensive stitches. He unfortunately picked up an infection at the hospital. This is a rural town, you know? It went unnoticed for a while, so it didn't become septic. Really, only myself to blame. So, he was having a bit of heart troubles. All that horrific bodily damage to poor Michael. Not only will he face an extensive recovery, but if Amity Nation doesn't cover Wendy, he will be burdened with unimaginable debt that will follow him for decades to come. But surely, Stu sees the human side of the story too, right? Surely he understands that all he has to do is check the right boxes, and real people's lives will be saved. Here's what he had to say about what motivates him in his job. I want to make money. And there you have it. Who has the back of the little guy in all this? I do, for a start. And I know it's not much, but I hope by uncovering these atrocities, letting Stu and Amity Nation themselves tell you what they stand for, what Big Insure stands for, we can start taking down Goliath. This podcast is dedicated to my late mother, Diane Daniels. Well, what do you have to say about that? Did you know she was talking to Wendy on her own? I'm truly, truly speechless, Stuart. There are just so many offenses here, I don't know where to start. What you and she will do to this company's reputation? The things you said? Oh my god! Please, let me first start make it clear that every single thing I said there was taken out of context. And look, look, I can prove it. 
I, like every responsible investigator, make recordings of my trips just to have backup records of all the evidence. Here, I have them right here on my phone. I even have a lot of the same conversations that she butchered to use in those clips. Listen. You were recording too? Of course. Other people? Yes, the whole thing. Did you get their consent? You don't care about consent. No, I don't. Let's hear it. Okay, I'll play it. In the car driving up to Wenatchee. Co-pilot here, the Darbs. Please don't acknowledge my presence unless I ask you a question. You'll ruin my naturalistic journalism style. Sure thing. So this one is the electric fence mishap. Yeah, the old shock box oopsie, as I like to call it. This one is pretty gnarly though. We ensure Ms. Can you get those papers for me? Ah, here it is. Thanks. Ms. Wendy Lewis. Yes, and it looks like some young man, Michael Thursday, got severely injured from falling into her fence. Wants medical bills and lost income covered. Don't you have any questions? Not really. You can keep talking. I bet you're thinking, I don't really care about this case. Who really knows who could be at fault? But let me tell you, I care. I care a lot about making sure we reach a just and true outcome. 16 years. Yup. 16 years I've been helping find answers for people here at Amity Nation. But you want to find answers, not actually help people. Well, yes. You know insurance fraud is very real these days. People are willing to hurt and steal and do anything in between to make a buck. But it doesn't affect you if they're successful at defrauding Amity Nation, I mean. So why care? It's the principle, I suppose. I get it. I care about money. Money matters a lot, I know. But there are rules and proper channels. Also, they put others at risk, or themselves if they're not careful. There's a right way to do these things. To do what things? To do insurance fraud? Yeah. Look at it this way, Darby. If you want to make money, if you understand the system, if you are prepared to play the game, there is no distinguishing a fraudulent claim from a real claim. You see? No. Everyone lives by the I want to make money motto these days. And for insurance, well, it means it's the nature of the game. If it's fraud and it's obvious, they're going to jail and usually only stupid people find themselves in these circumstances, and it's not really my responsibility to help them. If it's fraud and I can't tell, well, then it's not fraud, is it? Okay. Yeah, sure, whatever. But what about the people who did really get into accidents, but some small little detail in their policy prevents them from getting covered? Well then, when you fall down, your Amity buddy will be there to make money. No, no, I kid, I kid. I really do want to be there to help people. I have their interests in mind, but also the integrity of the company. It's a balancing act, Darbs. You understand? Not really. It's called business. It's called fascism. <laughs> uh, Darbs, you are a funny little nut. See? There everything is. I told you. Yes. Hmm. What was that that you were saying about the game of insurance fraud? Look, you can see that I wasn't saying anything that would damage the company's reputation. Yeah, looks to That may have cleared a few things up, but there's still a lot to discuss here. Like the actual specifics of this case in which you did, let me remind you, authorize a $300,000 payout on behalf of this company, as well as enabled your renegade daughter and her insane journalism, which is truly near defamation at this point. <laughs> what do you want from me? I'm sure I can clear up anything she said, and I'm certain I can defend my decision around the claim. Oh, really? Well, let's see about that. Should we proceed with episode two then of 
how insurance companies kill people. Alrighty, episode two, let's go. This has been Fee the People, 